2: Pack-A-Day Podcast. It's
0: Saturday, April 6th, 2019. Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365-day-a-year Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Jake Turner at PackersTalk.com. Joining me is my partner in crime, 32 years in the business and counting, from BobMcGinnFootball.com, Mark Eckel. Mark, this is interesting. We're doing a podcast, back-to-back weeks about that well
2: you know what i think we could change our name this for the next couple of days instead yeah. of pack a day we should be pick a day because
0: we're talking <laughs> about different draft picks right yeah we'll just uh we'll talk to andy Herman, see if we can get a get our name in the the, you
2: know just until now until
0: the draft excuse me and who are we talking about today oh we got so much to get into here and it, it's all about just one player So everybody right now here on Pack-A-Day was given one player to talk about in the draft, and we got an edge rusher. And you know me, I love defense, so I'm really into this. Montez Sweat of Mississippi State. Now keep in mind, and I was able to take a look at the depth chart for the Packers, Zadarius Smith is lined up as a defensive end right now. So the Packers need somebody to help out with Preston Smith. Mark, why would Montez Sweat be such a big fit?
2: well oh, he'd be great for i mean let me say this there there are guys i like in his draft better than than montez sweat but I, there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys i like i like less than montez sweat too um i think it's only 50 50 that he makes it to number 12 i could see him going um number nine to buffalo i could see him going 11 to the bengals um Maybe even higher than that. I mean, he had a he, he put up number. He, he put up very good numbers in in college. He had back to back very good years at Mississippi State. He had a uh, ten and a half sacks in twenty seventeen. Came back with eleven and a half sacks last year. So the the production is there, and that's what you look for. When when I covered the draft for all those years, when I was covering the Eagles, but covering the NFL draft, the guys that I respected, the scouts, the general managers that <clears throat> excuse me that that I talked to a lot production. Forget the, you know, a lot of guys look at the speed and this and that. And production. If a guy only gets five sacks in college, you, you can't expect him to get ten in the NFL. Agreed. This is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. And people try to, they, they make, that's where you make, make mistakes. You know, taking a guy hoping his production increases, hoping things. Now, if a guy doesn't do it in college, he's not going to do it in the NFL. I mean, you might find the one, there's always that one crazy, you know, exception to the rule, but um, I like guys that produce. This guy produces 22 sacks in, in, in two years, playing in, a, in the best conference in the country, the Southeast Conference. So, I mean, he, he didn't do it against, you know, bad players either. He, he did it against the best of the best. So, I like all that about him. Then he, then he did go to the combine and put on a show for everybody. So, he may go higher than than people originally thought because of what, you know, when add up his production plus his combine numbers, he may have vaulted himself
0: into the top ten. And I think that's excellent, Mark, because you know, there are some players out there. You know, Brian Burns is going to be Harold. He's going to be known as the top guy. Well I mean this is what the NFL draft, you know, insiders are thinking about this. Brian Burns is good. Brian Burns is good. he's He's the biggest fraud in the draft. Right. And but But the thing is, with Sweat, though, and see, I was a big Brian Burns fan, and then I turned on some Ah. game film of Sweat, and I sat there and went, "Uh, wait a minute, I could see him lining up uh, right by Preston Smith and Blake Martinez going forward. Because this is what I liked about him, first off. I love players that have chips on their shoulders. That's my favorite kind of football player. (laughs) This was a transfer from Michigan State University where Mark D'Antonio creates defense after defense year after year, and he was pushed to the side and decided to transfer to Mississippi State. And wow, everybody, 101 tackles in the last two years. He's 6'6", 245, athletic. But one thing that really got to me, Mark, he's not a guy that's going to you know go 100 miles an hour off the snap. He actually takes his time. Will rip right through an offensive tackle, then sit there for a moment, and the quarterback has nowhere to go. Sweat will just take him and toss him down. I love that versatility in a defensive lineman like Montez Sweat, and I think he would be a great move for the Packers if they decide to get him at twelve.
2: Well, like I said, I'm not sure. At eight, I'm not sure he's going to be there at twelve.
0: That's also um, true. He,
2: you got to tell me who else is there. Um... Yeah, I'm, I'm not a Brian person
0: Christian Wilkins, I mean, that's one Who? to think about. Clement well, here, what did I tell
2: you? You probably don't don't remember this, Jake. But what, what did I say to you about two months ago when when the, the season ended and we started talking about the offseason? season? My mantra for this for the Packers this off season, and so far they've done half of it. Mm-hmm. I told you I would like to see them spend on defense, yes, and draft on offense, and they did this. They 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 so far so good. They spent on defense. They mm-hmm. spent a lot of money on on Preston Smith, Darius Smith, and um, Amos the safety. So Adrian Amos. So they did have what I wanted. They they did spend on the defense. I personally will. I again, if Sweat's there and they take him at twelve, I'm not going to be upset at all. I'll
0: say no, okay. I won't be uh, either because then that uh, drops back, row back down to the utility guy at a point and I just feel like sweat is a far better well, Z'Darrius Smith I know,
2: he's going to be stand up he's going to be playing linebacker I don't know what you saw with the defensive end start,
0: but well, um, well no the, the thing is Mark and I'll talk about this because I said this a couple months ago to Zachary Jacobson Zadarius Smith is a versatile weapon he's sure. going to be playing edge rusher he'll be playing defensive end they might even put him in the nose tackle position at times they're going to use him every aspect they can on defense in that box but to have a guy like Montez Sweat to work with in the future, that way you can put Zaydaia Smith in the defensive end position, put Sweat there for a moment, and then you could switch him up. That's what Mike oh, Pettine's all right, about.
2: Long's doing that too, and as, and you can do the same with Preston Smith. You could put Preston hmm. Smith inside as well,
0: exactly you to play
2: inside linebacker. Yeah, that's all. That's, that's all great. I mean, I, listen, like I said, if Montez Sweat is the Packers' pick at number twelve, I'm not going to. I'm not going to celebrate, you know, have a party, but I'm not going to be, I certainly will not be upset. I think that would be a, first of all, like I said, I don't even know if he's going to make it to 12. I kind of think he's not going to be there, but if if you put a gun to my head right now and and say, and and ask me where do I think Montez Sweat's going to go, I'm going to say number nine to Buffalo. That's just my guess right now. But um, again, a lot, you know, a lot's going to happen between now and then. You got to see how the board falls. There's going to be trades, et cetera, you know, but uh, but I still would like rather see the Packers add to the offense in
0: the draft. Okay, really so if we're go- okay, so let's talk a little bit briefly about offense. Give me an offensive lineman, for example, that you Cody feel Ford. like they would go after. I
2: love Cody Ford. Love him. Love him. Love him. He's going to be a great player, he's just what the Packers
0: need. And where did Ford play? Oh,
2: he's a he, well. He's a. He'll play. Where did he play college? Oklahoma.
0: Thank you. I just want to make sure that the audience understands who we're talking about. I'm sorry, about here.
2: Oklahoma, If you yeah, get to know this guy, he's going to be. I love him. He's one of my favorite players in this entire draft. Um, I, and he's. I guess when I say he's just what, the, just what the Packers need, he's a right tackle, right guard. I would. I mean, if the Packers get him, he starts at right guard tomorrow. For that line, what Quentin Nelson did for for the Colts last last year, uh, and then eventually when Ryan Balaga is finished, which will probably be end of this season, hopefully, if not in the middle of the season, if he, if he if he gets hurt again, he moves out to right tackle, and he and he gives you your your right tackle for the next ten to fifteen years. Um, but he can, I mean, he's just he's nasty, he's strong, he's big, he's fast. He's, I mean, I've had scouts tell me he's he's as good as the Nelson kid last year. And, then,
0: and you saw how how, how, how good Nelson was. Quentin Nelson. Wow, talking about that level already.
2: That's what, I mean, I thought what one Scout told me. He, that's, not, oh, okay. that's how okay. much he he, he he liked them. I think. I mean, I don't. To me, that's the only offensive lineman I would take that that high. I mean, I don't. I don't like the kid from Florida who everybody. Joe I don't Taylor like him. that I don't either. I really, really don't like him at all. Jonah Williams, from Alabama. I think he's only a guard. I don't think he is a tackle. I think he's strictly a guard. I don't. I don't mind him, but. And I'm, as much as as I like Alabama, Alabama offensive linemen for some reason just don't pan out. They just
0: don't. Look it up. No, only uh, Barrett. No, only Ben Jones has actually been a success, uh, honestly. And then Ben Jones, also, I mean, a little bit, but that was about it. I, I mean, know look they, at
2: all the ones that went high, and you know, Case Wormack and yep, Barrett Robbins, and you on and bus. on and on. I mean, they, they they they're just average players in the NFL. And so. Anyway, but Cody Ford, I that's that's my guy. I, I like him, that. Love him, love
0: him. I like that pick, Mark. And this is the Pack a Day podcast here on this great Saturday morning, April sixth. I'm Jake Turner of Packers Talk. Joining me is Mark Echo of Bomagamefootball We're talking a little Montez Sweat, and we're going also outside the box a little bit and talk a little bit about offense. Mark, what is another pick that you could see the Packers taking a chance on? At twelve. At twelve. Or well, you can again, gotta, take the Saints pick. I gotta pick. know
2: who's there. I mean, um,
0: or the Saints pick.
2: Well, I mean, again, I, again, it's. I mean, I think this. I think the Packers, and I hate to bait the, the draft just on need, because I mean that's how you get in trouble sometimes. Mm-hmm. So take just take good players, take the best player. I mean, everybody says that, nobody does it, but they all say it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Packers have to come out of this draft after the first couple days with. An offensive lineman, a linebacker. Okay. Whether inside or outside or both. Um a tight end somewhere. Maybe early maybe early, maybe second or third, I don't know. And a safety. There are the four things I think they really need to get um with their first four picks, in whatever order. You know the board will tell you which which order they go. So I mean, if that linebacker. I mean, if, if Devin if Devin White somehow falls to twelve, which I don't think he will, oh, um, boy. That, that would be, a, be a that would be obvious guy. pick. Uh, a guy. I'm I'm going to give you a guy for thirty, or maybe even forty four. Okay. And he's not he's not as good as Devin Wilson as, as um, Devin White, but he's very but he's better than the kid from 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 Michigan Bush that everybody that everyone loves, True. and that's Mac Wilson from uh, Alabama.
0: Finally, someone mentions that guy's name. Jeez. He's good.
2: Mac Wilson. Mac Wilson does everything Devin Bush does, but he's bigger.
0: Bigger competition. Say, what's that? Bigger competition.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not. I I'm, I love. You know, don't get me started on SEC versus Big Ten. We can do a whole.
0: I hear big, you. A, I a, a hear whole, you. Whole, We're a, both a big weeks worth of on, so.
2: on on that, but. um. I just like, I like Mac Wilson a lot. I think he, he's what the, he's the kind of player the Packers need in that defense. He's, he's a sideline to sideline kind of guy. Whereas, and I mentioned earlier that Alabama hasn't put out a lot of good offensive linemen in the NFL, but for whatever reason, well, Alabama linebackers have done pretty well in in the NFL. I mean, this guy's kind of a, I'm not going to compare him because he, I'm not going to put that kind of pressure on him, but he's a lot, he does the same kind of things that C.J. Mosley did at Alabama. Um, Tuday Mills just became a billionaire with the Jets with the uh, so um, I mean and I think he'll be, I mean he'll definitely be there at 30 he may be he may be there at 44 I that might be risking it but I would I wouldn't mind taking him at 30 if they take an offensive guy if the Packers let me tell you this if the Packers got Cody Ford and Mack Wilson I wouldn't even know who they took at 44 because I'd be because I'd, I'd still be partying from the night before <laughs> If, 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 if that was her, I, I'd be so happy with, with those two picks. that I, I, I don't know what I would do.
0: No, I, I mean, this is the funny thing is, is that we as a fan base right now and as journalists, that we are realizing that this, this is a draft that nobody is predicting right now because I feel like this is going to be an unpredictable draft. This is where we're going to finally get Brian Gutekus and Matt LaFleur to bring in who they want, and Mike Pettin's going to be involved as well. And, I mean, the thing is, you know, if they could get a guy like Montez Sweat, okay, great, now you got that edge rusher taken care of. Now you can go get a safety. Now you can go get an offensive lineman so you can bulk up that offensive line so you don't have, you know, Adam Patrick, I mean, sorry, Lucas Patrick, you know, back there ready to go or some sort of like that, or Billy Turner, you you at least have a backup. The chances also of just getting just not just Montez Sweat if they did, because this is something that I found out. When I was watching Sweat's film session, I saw a lot of Zadarius Smith in him. I saw this versatility. He's fast. He's elusive. And he can play either the edge rusher or the defensive end, which is great. And if you can create that versatility for Mike Pettin, that opens up the Packers to going outside the box and drafting players out there that they desperately need so they could bulk up other, part, other positions going forward so you, know, you don't have you know, too many players on one position and then so few on the other.
2: Okay. Yeah, I, I can't argue with any of that. Again, I don't think Sweat's going to be there. To be honest with you, but
0: I know um, you said. Yeah, like, I guess that make he's a there
2: at 12, I, I that would be a good, that would be a fine pick. I think he can. I think he's a he, he fills like you said. He fills a need. He gives him enough. You could never have enough pass rushers. So if you have him and both Smiths and Fackrell and Clark and Daniels, and I mean that, and listen. The more, the better. The more guys going after the quarterback. The more guys knocking Kirk Cousins on his butt, knocking <laughs> Mitch Trubisky Trou- Trou- out of the game, and you know, a no, seriously. I mean, that's 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 how you win now, I mean, right? In the, in the NFL, you. I mean, it's, it's the NFL has become pretty simplistic with the, with the way the game has evolved. Mm. It's you can't win without a quarterback, and you can't win if you if you can't get to the quarterback. Thank you. That's, that's the way, that's the way, that's what it is now. Forget, it used to be run the ball and stop the run. Yeah, now running's become, who cares? Um, you have to get, I mean, on offense, you need a quarterback that's going to, A, make plays for you and win games. The, it, the, the, the days of a quarterback just managing the offense and not beating you, uh, I mean, you could do that and maybe, maybe sneak into the playoffs as a wild card and get knocked out in the first round. But to win a Super Bowl, you need a Super bowl quarterback, and to get to the Super Bowl and win it, you need a defense that's going to get after the quarterback.
0: No question I mean, about that.
2: Listen, cornerbacks—yes, you need you need good corners. You need—I mean—you need good everything to win a Super Bowl. But if you have a pass rush, your corner, your average
0: corners become above-average corners. And you have to sure. bring in, and you have to bring in players that work well in a three-four defense. You can't just translate them. From a 4-3 defense, they played all through college, all through high school, and then bring them over here and then say, okay, now I want you to be a 3-4 guy. That's not going to work, and that becomes bus nation. So if you're going to take this chance and you're going to go get a guy like Sweat or you're going to go get a safety or you're going to go you know, try and go outside the box a little bit, you have to be able to make sure that when you're in that war room and you're about to get that first pick out, that you know exactly what kind of team you are trying to create for new head coach Matt LaFleur and defensive coordinator Mike Patton.
2: Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. And, and I, agree, I agree 100% with what you said about, and a lot of teams do this, and they, they try to turn defensive ends into defensive tackles oh. or defensive tackles into ends or
0: linebackers into this.
2: You know, and, and, and so, listen, has it worked? Yes.
0: Here
2: and there, I could, yes. I, I could probably cite examples where, yeah, this guy did this in college. Ryan Irler was a good example. He, wasn't he like a safety in college or something, and they made him a he became a Hall of Fame middle linebacker? Yes, yes they can
0: Mexico.
2: work, but for the, but for the most part, take a guy that that this is what he is and play him at that position. Don't don't try to switch guys around.
0: Could not agree more. All right, Mark. Uh, final right. words no. before we say farewell.
2: What's that? One final word? Yeah. Um, Ford. I'm Cody
1: Ford on the Packers. <laughs>
2: That's who I'll I, get I want. You a jersey. <laughs> I have a man crush on Cody
0: Ford. <laughs> I like your I like your confidence, so I'll take that. So no, I, like I said, I think Cody Ford will be good. Um, if you wanna if you really want to take a dive, I would look at that Bergstrom kid out of Boston College. That's another guy I like as well. He's and a the, guard. I'm sorry? Uh,
2: Lindstrom from Boston College, the guard? Yes. Yeah, he's a good player. He's a go, but he's strictly a guard, I think.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, for Ford can play guard, he can play tackle, so I understand why you I'll want him you a, here.
2: You you want a sleeper name?
0: Sure, go for it.
2: And he, this kid grew up grew up in Green Bay.
0: Okay.
2: Max Max Sharping from Northern Illinois.
0: Max Sharp he was Wolfpack, huh? Is
2: that your nickname?
0: I think it was, yeah. <laughs>
2: Okay. Well, he's he's a Green Bay. Grew up in in Green Bay. Um, somehow, was overlooked by the, by Wisconsin. I'm not sure how. Mm-hmm. Um well, but he's he's Oops. probably going to go third roundish. Mm-hmm. He's a he's a, a right tackle. Um, he's going to be a good, solid. Almost. I hate to, again. I hate to compare players to current players, but just to give somebody a look. He's a lot. He kind of reminds you of a Brian Belaga B- type player. Okay. Um, you know, but because he went to Northern Illinois, he'll probably fall. He won't go first round. He'll go third round. Um, smart kid, earned his degree, graduated in three years, had a 3.99 GPA. Um, so he's not going to make dumb mistakes. You know, they, you, you have that going for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that, but I mean, listen, the kid grew up in Green Bay.
0: Why not bring him home, right? No, that's great to know. And by the way, I just want to apologize uh, that it was the Northern Illinois Huskies, not the Wolfpack. I was mixing up that in NC State, but... uh, Yeah, 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 NC State
2: stuff. There is a smaller school called the Wolfpack, but it's not...
0: Yeah, I'm going to have to look that up. But, I mean, when you say the words Northern Illinois and it has something to do with the NFL, that gets me excited because I really... I really love the way Northern Illinois really builds up their players. I mean, they have to—you know—they have to deal with so much. You know, SEC, ACC, Big Ten, and they're still able to create good players ready for the NFL. So, I mean, when I hear something like that, that's that's really awesome because the fact is, we don't even know if Cole Madison is ever going to put on a Packer uniform going forward. So, if they can get somebody like that, all for it. All for all right. it. Jake,
2: sounds good. All right. uh, Let's
0: see what happens. We're getting closer. Yep, April 25th in Nashville, NFL Draft. All right, Mark, I'll talk to you next time. All right. All right, that was Mark Echel, BobAgainFootball.com. We're here on the Pack-A-Day Podcast. I'm Jake Turner of PackersTalk.com. Just put out a recent article about uh, the big article that came out by Tyler Dunn, and that's all I'm going to say about it. Take a read for it yourself. I went a little bit different on this because i feel like when i read this article i felt like this is just something i've seen before so i brought up some very good points about nfl history take a glance at it understand it you know to why i went down that road but uh so we already know what's going on there meantime like i said I'm excited if the Packers got Montez Sweat. I love edge rushers. I played defense when I was in high school. I've watched it throughout college. I'm just a defensive guy, so I love that kind of stuff. So I'm excited if the Packers decide to go get him. they don't, oh well. But Montez Sweat is a guy who is ready for the NFL. 22 and a half sacks, 101 tackles. He's fast, athletic, versatile. He can... He doesn't just you know run like Clay Matthews, hundred miles an hour down the way. No, he stops. He's able to rip right through an offensive lineman and force the quarterback to go into the fetal position, pretty much. And I like that. So going forward, we'll find out what the Packers do. Brian Burns, like I said, I'm, I'm still about him. But when I watched Montez Sweat in that film session, holy cow! I gotta definitely look at Sweat going forward because this guy has a boulder on his shoulder because when you get transferred from Michigan State that really makes you think going forward because when you go from Big 10 grittiness to eighth to SEC best division in college football something to think about all right just to keep in mind we're going to do a little cross promoting real quick here packaday founder Writer for Cheesehead TV, Andy Herman, will be joining me next week on my podcast, also on my Turning Points TV show that you can find on YouTube.com. Just type in Jake Turner, and I'll pop right up. We're going to have that, so I'm really excited to have Andy Herman on my podcast. We'll be talking more about that as we go along here. So there you go. There's your take on Montez Sweat and a bunch of other draft picks we decided to talk about. And until next time, this is Jake Turner, Mark Eckel, saying farewell for Pack-A-Day podcast because the three greatest words in the dictionary of the Green Bay Packers is Go Pack Go! We'll see you next time on Pack-A-Day, your 24-7, 365-day-a-year Packers podcast. Talk to you next time. Champ to Wild. Oh, oh, yes! And taken
1: by Jackson in the end zone for a touchdown! And like away. shotgun. Packers showing a blitz, and here they come. Dethard looking, Hit as he throws it, deep down the right sideline, and intercepted. intercepted on the play! Spectacular interception by Kevin King at the 9-yard line of Green Bay! Snap to Rogers looking right. Throws the right side, Sink Brown makes the great great. Oh, he reached back to 6'5 of his frame. tumbled out of bounds. Inside the 30 and the 28 yard line. Hunter Bradley, the snap. J.K. Scott down on one knee, arm extended. Here it is placement made. Kick is up. It is good. It is good. Yes. good. Mason yes, Crosby Crosby. Crosby. delivers the there dagger. Go. One week after his worst day ever, he delivers the dagger tonight. Third and five, 13 yard line of Atlanta. Snap Ryan looks right, throws <laughs> right side. Intercepted to the house, Bishop Freeland. Touchdown, Green Bay Packers. 19 yard interception return, and it's 16 to 7, Packers. Rodgers looks it over, takes the snap, blitz on, they pick it up, lost it. They got him, they got him. single back offense behind Aaron Rodgers who ducks in under center from the 29 of Green Bay and here 30-23, 30-23, to 23, two minutes straight up to go in the game. San Francisco showing a blitz through the A-gap, and here they come. Rodgers looking. Throws left side of the, the end zone. Here he Touchdown! Devontae Adams! Left corner in the end zone from Aaron Rodgers! 16-yard touchdown pass. The Packers an extra point away from getting this game tied.